Gray family. Uh, welcome back to the Sound 40 Project. I'm here today with Matt Skolton. Um, this will be our last uh, installment of uh, Sound 40 Project before we head into the Advent season. We'll take a little break from Sound 40 during that period and then, uh, and then we'll be starting up again after that. So, Matt, thanks for agreeing to join me on Sound 40 Project. Appreciate sure. It. Yeah. So why don't, we, uh, why don't we just start at the beginning? Where'd you grow up? What did that look like for you? And start the story there. All right. Um, I am a Grand Rapids resident um, my entire life. I grew up in Brookside Christian Reformed Church. Uh, went to Millbrook Christian School, uh, Grand Rapids Christian School. Calvin College, uh, LaGrave is my second church. Oh, wow. Um, and if you're doing the math in your head, yes, that's a five mile radius of each other. Wow. So I continue to be within five miles of every place I've been at school and every place I've lived. Five miles. Five miles. Wow. So, um, so in that five miles, Talk about um, who are the people who helped influence uh, faith in you. In you, yeah. Yeah. So, um, parents obviously were were very instrumental in faith nurturing, uh, setting expectations, uh, encouragement. Uh, but that followed to uh, youth leaders at Brookside. Okay. Uh, through youth group, uh, the ministers there. I have strong memories of my teachers at Millbrook especially being um, firm and confident in their faith okay. uh, growing up. Um, <clears throat> and throughout Christian High, Calvin, uh, sports coaches, yeah. um, had some very good sports coaches. Um, and even engineering school at Calvin had some very good mentors okay. and leaders there. So is there any particular, uh, I don't know, conversation or, or occasion or uh, event that you can recall that was particularly meaningful in your faith development um, from those folks? Yeah, a couple that, that stick out. My sixth grade teacher, Mr. Brower, okay. started his class uh, that year with a very strong faith statement. He said, this is what I believe, and this is how I've introduced my class for, I think at that point it was 30 years in a row. Wow. Um, so that was the, the politely insistent, this is what I believe and why. Yeah. Um, I had uh, uh, baseball coaches um, that would hand out Bible verses. Um, and it was always coaching within the context of we're here to play baseball, but we're also here to wow. uh, be Christians. So <clears throat> your growing up experience, you had people along the way, teachers, co coaches, just mm -hmm. really being intentional with their own, sharing their own faith with you and, yeah. and your classmates and teammates yeah. and so forth. Yeah. So I, I have to ask, if you were at Brookside, there's... Is there any chance that you crossed paths with Bob Grissing when he was youth pastor there? Ooh, um, Bob has been here, I think, longer than I've been alive. I think that's so. 
Uh, I'll have to ask my parents about that. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's possible. That's right. I had to get that in there. That's so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, wow, that's fascinating. I find that fascinating. Just growing up then in that five-mile radius. Because I think sometimes God uses sort of out of the ordinary circumstances in our lives that sort of prod our faith or challenge our faith or, uh, or <clears throat> sort of help us grow up and accept faith as our own, our parents' faith, our teachers' faith as our own. So is there, is there any, any event, any people along the way that helped you kind of adopt Christian faith apart from your parents' faith to sort of differentiate it from your parents' faith? So I think the first time I actually sat back and reflected outwardly. Okay. Um, you know, growing up, uh, the focus was sports, school, music, uh, you know, church, yeah. and, and doing all that within, you know, that context. But uh, it wasn't until I got to Calvin that I was encouraged to think out, outside of you know my direct circle, okay. and you know how am how am I going to take these skills that I've learned at Calvin and, and you know be in the world but not of the world? Okay. Um, so it was engineering professors, uh, one of which attends here. Okay. That said, hey, you're going to uh, you know be fairly successful. You're going to be asked to lead, um, and really how. How are you going to go about doing that? Um, so it started that that outward thinking of uh, you know who who am I going to be? Uh, and the benefit of growing up within that circle with all those mentors, uh, it allowed me a a person in particular. You know, if I want to be a baseball coach, who should I emulate? Well, that was a really good coach. If I want to be a, a youth leader. You know, for for scouts, yeah, uh, I had youth leaders that I could say, you know, those were were excellent leaders. What were their qualities, yeah. and and how can I emulate uh, those people? Yeah. Wow. So, <clears throat> the power of mentoring and the power of just adults, sort of helping to shepherd the faith in younger folks, was influential for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. At, at, at every stage, I think I, I can look at somebody in my past that has been a mentor, whether they knew it or not, and they, they have made an impact where, um, you know, how do I want to handle myself? How do I want to grow? I can look at somebody and, and say, well, that was a good yeah. resource. That was a good example. So, yeah, how did Calvin College, Calvin University now, how did that training, how's that living out now in your life? What are, you, what are you learning about yourself, say, in your workplace or in church? Choose one. You know, yeah. how, how's that working? <clears throat> um, I thought Calvin did a really good job of preparing uh, students to be future learners. Future learners, yeah. And okay. um, the uh, challenges that the, the engineering professors, not only professionally said, Okay. Uh, we would run into, but also uh, we would be expected to lead in the church. Okay. 
And you know, part of that is, um, am I efficient at that? Am I ready for that right now? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what type of skills or what type of knowledge should I, I learn to actually be effective at that? So, knowing yourself um, makes you a better leader when you are honest and you can um, address your deficiencies okay. uh, before you go into your position. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are there, what has, are there any events, any circumstances, particularly I'm thinking in the workplace now, that, um, that stretched how Calvin, how God used Calvin College, your professors, uh, stretched your faith, challenged your faith, challenged what it means to be a Christian in the workplace? Um, I think the, the challenge of working in a large company okay. that uh, I would not say is hospitable to Christianity. Okay, yeah. Um, how can you be, you know, kind of an outspoken Christian within that context? Um, you know, we have had company-wide emails about uh, leaving tracks in the bathroom. Okay. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. Okay. Whoa. Uh, but I think if you were to ask any of my, my coworkers that I deal with, hey, does Matt go to church? Yeah. I think they would all say, yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's trying to be a, I don't want to say sly, but know the right opportunities, make the connections with your coworkers. Yep. Um, Wise, let's use that word, I think. I wouldn't call myself that yet. <laughs> Work, working on it. <laughs> okay. Um, but, you know, not, not being a hammer, not being yeah, a, a okay. thump, Bible thumper. You're right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, having had um, that sort of um, love and support that um, helped shape your faith, and being a father now, what what are your hopes for how church, school, home will be influential in the lives of your hmm. your children in their faith formation? What are your hopes? So I'll start with my thanks. Um, almost everything we do, God is present. Uh, whether it's uh, praying before a, a child's football game, coming to uh, you know scouts yeah. on Wednesdays, uh, it's at church. Yeah. Um, the Christian school system is fantastic. Yeah. So uh, you know the challenge is to continue that at home, and, and we try to do that with uh, devotions and nightly prayers. Yeah. Um, but it's it's. A little bit of the same thing at work is, you know, you want to uh, get to a, a learning moment and don't overdo it. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you mean by that? Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. Um, I guess my experience as, as a, a kid growing up, I, I felt the gentle nudges more than the, this is an absolute moment 
you need to turn, you need to repent, or there is, you know, wow, there's God. Right. So it's the gentle nudges of, um, hey, that was cool, isn't that, that, you know, God gave us snow this morning. To me, that speaks of just leaving space for the spirit to be at work in another person. And, yeah, see, that's wisdom. Hmm. You have it. You have it. Um, All right, so in a little while here, you and I are going to be headed to a council meeting. So what's that been like for your faith journey, being on council? Uh, So this is my second term on council, and uh, as I mentioned, there has always been a person that I can point to that uh, is wiser, has... um, has just been a, a great role model. And that is the thing that has always amazed me. Every single new group in council, uh, there's really some incredible people in this church that have incredible stories. And, uh, you know, leaning on those people yeah. and, and asking them, talking with them, I, that has been yeah. uh, wonderful. Um, uh, but, you know, knowing yourself again, yeah. You, you learn a little bit, and you learn that you don't know as much as you thought. So the more you know, the more you know you don't know. That's well said. I think for me, I so appreciate, because maybe folks from church don't know, but people, uh, council members take turns each week, um, each meeting, sharing devotions. And I love how people who are giving devotions usually make it very personal to who they are and how... God is at work in their lives. And as you say, the stories that we ha- have the privilege to hear around that council table just nurture my faith. Uh, I love that part of yeah. council meetings. It's really great. Matt, thanks for, uh, thanks for agreeing to meet with me. You bet. It's good. So um, thanks for joining us for Sound 40 Project, this conversation with Matt Skolton. Um, look for us again uh, after Advent and Christmas season is over. Thank you.